When I was a younger man, I made an arrangement with Greyline Tours that would allow me to drive in the evenings and on weekends. It was called Working the Extra Board. Their business included tours of Marineland of the Pacific, Forest Lawn Cemetery, Hollywood Park, and Universal Studios, as well as shuttling conventioneers around downtown. Most of the time, however, I was punching the clock on the hugely popular tour of Hollywood and Beverly Hills. We dressed up like airline pilots from a Mel Brooks comedy. Oddly, the company did not provide any information for the tours. There was a fixed route, of course, but otherwise, new drivers were expected to purchase celebrity addresses and the tour wrap from older drivers. But I was a tightwad, so I just winged it. I'd pick out a big house and lie about who lived there. Usually this was no problem, but now and then a veteran fan caught me. I remember one time exuding, Here she is. I love Lucy. There's her house. We'll slow down so you can take photos. Then some lady in the back absolutely freaks out. I've been on this tour enough times to know that's not Lucille Ball's house. She lives three blocks away. Beverly Hills was no big deal, but driving the tourists from Iowa down Hollywood Boulevard was the most hallucinatory part of the job. This was Hollywood in the early 70s, post-Flower Power, post-Manson. The sidewalks teemed with runaway kids, teenage prostitutes, male and female, people raving, heroin addicts with two weeks to live, the absolute epicenter of human misery. It was an awful place, especially on the Hollywood at Night tour. I used to pull up around the corner from Grauman's Chinese and kick the tourists out to go venerate the footprints. I'd lock myself in the bus. I'd close the windows, saying to myself, Okay, zombies, you can't get me. Go eat the tourists. The weird part is that the tourists would get out and, surrounded by misery, gasp, Ava Gardner's footprints. I mean, there would be someone lying naked or ODing, foaming at the mouth, and they'd walk over the body and say, Oh, Victor McLaughlin, I remember him. They were ecstatic, and I was mortified. Instead of being distressed by the huge moral discrepancy between the myth of Hollywood and its current reality, most of them only saw what already had been fixed in their minds. It was absolutely eerie and sent me right back to the day of the locust. The point that Nathaniel West made, of course, is that the masses ultimately want to kill and devour, to cannibalize their celebrity gods.